0: Merry Christmas, buddies. I know it's not Christmas time yet, but I've got a special guest for you. Now, folks, I tried to book this guy in in November, December, but that's a that's a very busy time for him. So we negotiated. We talked. It might have cost me a space on a nice list, but I actually ended up landing him now. Welcome oh, Dale McKenzie, a.k.a. Santa Claus. How are you doing today, oh, oh, oh. sir?
1: Hello. How are you doing, Nick?
0: I'm doing excellent. I'm very honored to have you on the show.
1: Oh, I'm just as honored as well. Uh-huh. Looks like you've been on vacation. Oh, you know, I I only have a short time that I can actually sit back and relax. Then I got to get down to the basics of getting ready for Christmas. Mm-hmm. But I, I just got back. I was on a vacation for a couple of weeks and I had a wonderful time. Got a little bit of a sunburn on my back, though. <laughs> I did. Uh-huh. Where to send a vacation to? Well, usually, well, this is usually a, a very, very well-kept secret. But I go down to Palm Springs every every summer. Ooh. Oh, I know. It's pretty hot down there. I get my tootsies sometimes. I walk across that pavement, and it gets pretty hot.
0: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So let me ask you, how did you become Santa.
1: Well, years and years and years and years ago, back when I was a young feller, I, I came across a, uh, a friend of mine that asked me to fill in for him. And I filled in for him. And, uh, of course, at that time, uh, Santa got into my heart, and uh, it hasn't left me ever since. Yeah,
0: beautiful.
1: My, mind you, I've always had a beautiful love for Christmas.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's truly, truly beautiful. So how long have you been playing Santa?
1: I've been doing Santa for 30 plus years. Oh, mm-hmm.
0: now let me ask you this. I've played an elf at the mall.
1: you? Yes, know, yes. Have you
0: do you play Santa for like certain clients or anything like that?
1: Um, I started off uh, originally, um, I did uh, malls. Um, uh, for about 15 years, I did malls and I, and I kind of rotated around there for a bit, uh, basically stayed at one mall for a while, but then I outgrew, uh, the uh, mall and I went out more into the corporate, uh, sector of clowning mm-hmm. and as well as I work one on one with a beautiful photographer and, uh, we have a one-on-one experience that we call the ultimate Santa experience, uh. You know the ultimate uh, Calgary Ultimate Santa dot com if you wanted to take a look at it. And with that, we um, we have twenty minutes one on one with the children. And uh, in that time, we have cookies and we drink milk and we um, let's see here we play with toys and uh, all that kind of stuff. And while we're doing that and having that magical magical experience with me. My magical photographer is taking pictures.
0: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Now, when you were at the mall, did you yep. ever get some kids that maybe were like really energetic to see Santa? Got oh, up to the first oh, one in mine and just went.
1: oh, well, you know, you know, I've had them come barreling, running right across that old floor, and they just grab old Santa. They give me the warmest and deepest hug. And, and it's sincere and it's love from their hearts and God bless their little hearts. Mm-hmm. So what happen- what do you do
0: if like say a kid gets up there, they're really energetic and then all of a sudden they, they get a look of like fear on their face. Like, "Uh Oh, and like well, they start crying or they start like getting really nervous.
1: Well, that's when you got to kind of uh, honor that that fear, that res- mm-hmm. you know, you got to respect their fears. You know, as parents, they, they teach their children to be careful and weary of strangers. And now all of a sudden, you're throwing that little child on a guy who's got a big white beard and he's going, ho, ho, ho. And that can be very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just got to step back and you got to respect that. And quite often, what we'll do is, is I'll set the child down on the seat in front, and I do what's called the peekaboo Santa. And we'll we'll do that little visit behind the tree, and I'll go. And and uh, the child doesn't know that I'm there. The picture, the mom and dad get that beautiful picture that they want, and the child leaves not horrified.
0: That's
1: perfect.
0: That's perfect.
1: Now, if you don't mind me asking.
0: What do you think is the sweetest thing that someone has ever asked Santa for?
1: Well, I have had many, many, many requests. Um, Mm -hmm. I've had requests for loved ones to come back because they're no longer with us. Um, That always hits my heart. Um, You know, it's hard to say, Nick. Um, I've had dolls Uh, all the time asked for from girls and of course trucks and cars from little boys um but the 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 sweetest thing uh um i i heard one year and i'll I'll share this with you Mm -hmm. i had a young family and their their father had just died and it was a very sad occasion for them and they were standing before Santa and I told them at the time and I said Santa's right here and I pointed in the little space between them and I "I'm sorry I said your father is right here he's he is here with us right now and he says he loves you You know that's all they needed mm-hmm. and sometimes you just have to reach out and you have to touch um what what, what they what they really want you know and sometimes it's not sometimes it's not always a toy. You know, so, yeah, so you got you, you get to respect all their wishes.
0: Oh, absolutely. Let me ask you, what's the funniest thing you think someone's ever asked Santa for?
1: Well, oh, you don't want me to go up that tree. <laughs> <laughs> I've had many, many funny things. Um, oh, mercy sakes. I got to just gotta think here, Nick. Um, <clears throat> funny things. Mm. Oh. oh, I I don't know. I, I that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I mean, so, you know, I at the moment they come to me and they ask and I laugh and I laugh and I laugh because of what they ask for. You know, and most times it's it's, it's toys. I don't get too many like really funny things. You know, they always ask me for a million dollars. You know, I, I and I says I wish I could give you a million dollars, dear, but. <laughs> But you, you get you get that, or, or or a boy say, "Can I have a uh, sports car?" And I say, "Sure, one like this." And I tell <laughs> him, "You." Know, <laughs> he says, "No, no, Santa, the big one." I says, "No, the little one." <laughs> I said, I can fit that one in my on my sled.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think? Have you ever like had a child on your lap and like just left you like laughing or? You know, in t- or like, it really touched your heart in some way. Like, have you had oh, those
1: encounters? Oh, you know what? I get that all the time, uh, Nick. I really do. Um, um, you know, you you get. You, again, it depends on the child, and uh, you you sit there and you go, well. Um, I, I've had children come up there, and I say, okay, what do you want for Christmas? I want you to give all my presents to the kids that don't have anything well you know that gets me you know that's a special child and I and I turn around and I say you know what that is the most special thing sweetheart is you're thinking of others before yourself you know and 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 I always I always bring that to the attention of the parents and says, you know, you have one special little girl there or one special boy there. And they go away and they're just always so happy, you know, that I've acknowledged the fact that they're being really um, respectful and, and caring of other people and, and that's so important. And, and it's just like being on the good list. I says, you know being on the good list, I says, is caring for others. And respecting others, you know, and and you want you you know, and that means being there for mom and dad, being there for your brothers and your sisters and your friends, and and you know, so that's the kind of stuff that puts you on my real good list. Mm -hmm. I see that and that catches my attention real fast.
0: You just took my next question. I was gonna say, what is the requirements to make the good list? Well,
1: Yeah, well, what like I said, one of them is you have to respect and and be very caring of others. You know, you gotta be there for mom and dad and and listen to mom and dad. That's really important, right? Um, and and listen, listen to to your brothers, your sisters, and even your pets. Be there for your pets. You know, they come there for that loving hug or and and that pat. Give it to them and be there for them. Gotta be honest. I want you to be honest. I don't want you to be tell lies. Be, be truthful and honest with others. If you hurt somebody's feelings, I want you to make sure that you come back and you say, I'm sorry for hurting your feelings. Now, understand this, Nick. I have two different lists. I have what's called my really naughty list. And if you get on that list, I watch you very carefully for a very, very, very long time. But... In most cases, in all the boys and girls, and we all do it, even Santa does it, where we where we kind of hurt somebody's feelings or we say something that, that upsets somebody or we do something that upsets somebody. Well, you know what? That puts you on what I call my gray list. And if you're on my gray list, well, that kind of says, okay, if you say you're sorry, guess what? You're going to move back onto my good list and everything's going to be good. So, but if you go on my naughty list, boy, I'll tell you, I have the, um, uh, there's a, a set of brothers and I won't say their name, but they've been on my naughty list for quite some time now and they're twins. And I'll tell you, they just keep, keep getting badder all the time. And I just shake my head and I hope one day they'll come around.
0: Mm. Now, do you find it's easier to go from the naughty list to the nice list or the nice list to the naughty list? In your own opinion.
1: Well, anybody and everybody can slip over to the naughty side, Nick. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's, you know, you can just say something that just hurts somebody's feelings. And, it, and, and you don't even realize you do it. And... So I think it's easier uh, to to slip back into the good side because, for you know what, for the majority, all oh, the boys and girls are good. They only have an occasional once in a while where they get a little bit out of hand and they're on my naughty list. But they don't; mm-hmm. they're, not, they're not there long. Now, if I get on Mrs. Claus's naughty list, now that's a totally different list. Now you don't want to get on Mrs. Claus' list. Oh, no. no, no, no! I'll tell you, you're there for a while if you're on Mrs. Claus's list.
0: Oh, I tell tell me about it. I've got a girlfriend myself. You get on her naughty list.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, I know, I know. I <laughs> Mrs. Claus has put me there on a, on a few occasions, but you know, I say I'm sorry. And mm-hmm. I give her a big warm hug and my love that I give her, and they know what she gives me my favorite cookie usually, and she's because she knows that I, I like my cookies, you know, so mm-hmm. she gives me the cookie that touches my heart every time.
0: Hmm. What is your favorite cookie, by the way?
1: Well, tell me, Nick. You you tell me. What do you think my favorite cookie mm-hmm. is? I think you're a classic chocolate chip guy. Well, you know, that's up there. That's one of my top ones, but there's one way above that one. Gingerbread? No, that's up there with the chocolate chip, but there's one way Sugar? up there. Sugar? Nope. Try again. Oh, Oatmeal? Oh, oh. Oatmeal? No, that's... You know, I've had them all. Mm. But the one, I'll tell you, you won't guess this, so I'll tell you. The one, the one that's, that sits in my heart and even... My elves know this one. When I have a bad day in the workshop, and then everything is not going all that well, I can come into the house and guess what? Mm. Mrs. Claus has baked me a fresh batch of ready for this chocolate macaroons. Oh now, if you want to get my attention. You put some chocolate macaroons on that plate, and I'll tell you, you've got my attention. (laughs) Has
0: someone ever tried to
1: bribe you to get onto the nice list with those cookies? Oh, you know what? You'd be surprised what's left on that plate. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, last year, believe it or not, Nick, I went in and I was eating some cookies at a house. And guess what? I got caught.
0: Uh Uh-oh.
1: Oh, yes. You know, and I don't get caught very often, but this family caught me. And I'll tell you, I was sitting there and I was reading their letters and I was eating my cookie. And all of a sudden I feel this on my shoulder and I turn around like this here. And there's three little boys looking at me. (laughs) Well, I turned around. I said, oh, mercy, you caught me. And we had a beautiful, beautiful time together. And then I moved on and went on to the rest of my deliveries. But, yeah, it was a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm.
0: So what do you do if you if you ever get caught, if you ever, like, in those well,
1: situations? Well, I don't get caught very often. But when I do, I make it a magical moment. And, you know, we talk with the kids. And I, and I understand it is Christmas Eve, and I don't have all that long. So I have a wee visit with them and I tell them, you know, how much I love them and tell them it's time to go back to bed. And they go back to bed and I carry on with my deliveries.
0: Mm -hmm. Let me ask you, have you ever been caught by a naughty kid?
1: Well, I've had not so much caught. They've tried. I've had naughty kids set some traps for me, Mm. you know, little bells that if I, you know, if I trip on a wire or something, I'm going to ring a bell and, and, and all that kind of stuff. So they've sent these little things to catch me, but I watch for that.
0: Mm-hmm. Now I got a really special question for you, Santa. Have you What's ever that? partaken in a Christmas miracle for someone?
1: Well, yes, I have. Um and and it's it, it's special because um I would it was just a a young a, a young lad years and years and years ago, and I was I was in the mall, and this this young lad uh, was quadruped quadriplegic and he was in a wheelchair and um, he came into the mall and and uh, he came up to me and, and uh, talked to me about his life and and. Uh, and, and his shortcomings in his life. And at that time, he, he told me, he says, that he had a real, real beautiful love for Elvis Presley. Ooh. Oh, yes. He had a love for Elvis Presley. And he told me, he says, well, he says, I would like to uh, have, at that time, they had this, um, it was a, a telephone. And the telephone, uh was one of Elvis Presley. And so when it it rang, he'd go, do you do this? And he had fallen in love with this. And I says, well, I'll see what I can do for you. Well, as, as, as it would be, I called upon and I says, Santa needs a bunch of stuff because, of course, I'm not at the North Pole. So I needed some help. Well, The mall and everybody all around. They came, they came all together, and we all brought uh, some. And he had everything you could possibly think that was Elvis. And then at the time, I called them up. It would been just just before Christmas, and he come up, and he come up to uh, in front of me there. And I says, and and I get brought out this big box, and this big box was full of stuff. And he had tears rolling down his cheeks. Mm-hmm. And I and I says, Merry Christmas. And I gave him a kiss on his forehead. Mm-hmm. And he told me, he says, Santa, he says, there's only been two people in my life that have ever given me a kiss on the forehead or two men. He says, one was my father. I says, the other is you, Santa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so, yes, that's the kind of, that's just, To me, that's the kind of Christmas miracles that I do. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I hear about somebody that's just not in in good. And Mm -hmm. I go over and beyond to make them a wonderful Christmas. And that's what it's all about, isn't it? It's giving giving from the heart. That's what it's all about.
0: Most definitely. Most definitely. I got another question that I want to ask you that I'm really interested in. Yes. What um, you know, uh, speaking of giving, I asked this to all my buddies who come on the show. If you could have our viewers donate to one charity of your choice, what would it be? And
1: what would what would my charity be? Yes. Well, my charity would be probably the the children's hospital, because there's so many children that are in there. That um, uh, just the you know they they're not sure um, about um, their their Christmas and some of them aren't sure about their future Christmases and and that's where I would put mine is is that is is the people that that are are really struggling and and, and the kids in the hospital that is near and dear to my heart.
0: Mm-hmm. That's beautiful, Santa, and it's all about giving, like you said. It's all about
1: giving. It's you know, and uh, you know, we can't re- we can't always re- um, forget you know the true meaning of Christmas. Definitely. You know, it's not all about the presents, is it? Nick? Nope. Nope. No, it's not I... all about presents at all. You know, presents is a nice thing, mm-hmm. but we also have to remember the birth of our Father.
0: Most definitely.
1: And That's we also the... have to remember that there's there's people out there that are hurting and and they're not, they're not as good as as shape as, as we are. Mm -hmm. And and you got to look out that way and look, look, look beyond what's in front of you and see what's behind them. And that's the true meaning of Christmas.
0: Most definitely Santa. I've got a story for you. There was one Christmas. It was like two or three years ago that I was struggling to fall asleep. You know, I was just laying in my bed, just staring at my ceiling. And a thought came upon me. I said, you know what, if I woke up tomorrow, this is Christmas Eve, if I woke up tomorrow and everyone had presents except me, I'd be okay. Don't get me wrong, you know, I'd probably wonder, like, did I make the list this year? Yeah, I'd probably wonder, like, did I make the 90s this year? Did I miss something? But at the same time, you know, I would be, I'd be happy. I wouldn't be complaining. I wouldn't be... Like, I wouldn't ruin my Christmas because I'd remember, A, the true meaning of Christmas. B, I already have presents, you know. We have presents every day. We open our eyes every day. We take a breath. We, you know, we have a roof over our head. We're blessed with life. Oh, definitely. We have family. We have friends. We have everything we could ask for. It's not about the material that's under the tree, you know.
1: You know, I, I go by an old saying. You complain about sore feet mm-hmm. until you see somebody with doesn't have any shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can complain all you want about sore feet, but when you look across and see somebody without shoes, then that's a different story, right? Yeah. And, and then that, and that's exactly what you're saying. You're saying, you know what, as long as everybody around you is happy, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. that's all that matters and that's all that should matter because mm-hmm. you, you you're you going to get the satisfaction in your heart and that should be more of a gift than anything at all it's a warm heart
0: oh definitely you can ask my girlfriend i get more pleasure and i'm not just saying this to make a nice list i get more pleasure out of giving a gift and seeing someone's reaction to it rather than getting a gift myself you know
1: and that's how i feel you know when i reach out and, and sometimes you know. Uh, Um, Sometimes it's just just a gesture. Mm -hmm. You know, I've gone to people in in so many different ways and I've given them a kiss on the forehead and I said, you're not alone. Mm -hmm. And just to hear that, to say, you know what, you're not alone. You know, that in itself is is a gift. Mm -hmm. Because many people out there, they think, I'm alone, and you're really not alone if you nope. really look around. You're not alone.
0: Yep. I think uh, I think C.S. Lewis uh, says it best. There's a saying out there that says friendship is born the moment one friend says to another, "Wait,
1: you too." I thought yeah. I was the only really one. Yeah, you know, and that's what it is. You know, uh, a true friend truly understands you through an in, inside note. Mm-hmm. You know, and. Um, and I have so many, 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 many friends out there, you know, and it's not the fact that, you know what, if I'm friends with Santa, I'm going to get a gift. Not that at all. It's that I'm friends with Santa. I've got a shoulder to lean on. i got an ear that's going to listen. I have eyes that are going to see. And that's that's a true friend, Nick.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. No, I know one of your best friends is Mrs. Claus.
1: Oh, she is my best friend. I'll may tell I, you, I don't know where I would be without my missus, I'll tell you.
0: May I you ask? i yep. sorry? Go
1: ahead. Go, no, ahead. go ahead. You had a question?
0: Yep. May I ask how you met Mrs.
1: Claus? Well, I met Mrs. Claus years ago uh, when I was working. Oh, and I was in. I was walking around in this upper level of, of of her building, and she says, "Are you allowed to be in here?" And I says, "I am," because at that time I had very long hair and I had a beard and everything, and I just didn't fit into the surroundings. So, so she she was it, it raised an eye, and she says, "Are you allowed to be in here?" Well, we got to talking. And talking got to be in very good friends. You know, friends in a relationship is so very important. You have to be a good friend first. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you know, I one day I I we we're walking through in a in a park, and I was holding Mrs. Claus's hand, and and we're like, and, and we're just walking, and enjoying the nice park, and I spun her around and I gave her a kiss. And I thought, well, you know what? This is either going to ruin a friendship, or it's going to go somewhere. And we haven't looked back, Nick. We have not looked back. And I love her to pieces. Hmm. That was that
0: was beautiful. I I agree one hundred percent with what you said about being a friend beforehand. You know, because that's that what p-
1: very important, and being yeah. there and, and listening and 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 respecting them. Always, the key, you know, in a relationship is respect and communication. mm -hmm. You know, if I can, if I can tell you anything, it's just respect and communication, and you and your girlfriend will last for a very, very long time, Nick.
0: I agree. I agree. Now, Santa, we have a question from the audience. Yes. Are the elves wearing masks?
1: Are the elves wearing masks? Well. Up at up at the North Pole, we have uh, some some stuff going on. Understand, it is really, really, really cold up there. Now we don't have we haven't uh, had a, a break, a outbreak of any sort. We haven't even had one case up there. Oh, yeah. So so having said that, it's um, it, we're being we're still being very cautious. Mm-hmm. And we're we're definitely not sure as to where you know when I actually have to come down down here to uh, see kids in Christmas time. We just don't know what's going to happen with this uh, pandemic as it, as, it, as it turns. Mm-hmm. But what I do know is that everybody out there should be wearing their mask. They should be being being very very careful because they can do that for me. Mm-hmm. Because not spreading the virus is going to help us have a beautiful Christmas. And we certainly want a beautiful Christmas virus free.
0: That's most definitely the truth, Santa. It
1: definitely your mask for Santa. Wear your mask for Santa. That's all I can say. Because I want Christmas to go when I want to be able to visit with my kids. And mm-hmm. we can't do that if everybody's not listening and, and not wearing their mask.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you think it's going to be a little trouble for you when like you have to travel to like a hot
1: spot or something like with the virus? Well, you know, it's not so much, Nick, the the, the hot spots as much as just uh, being in public in general.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, um, and, and of course, the governments and stuff out there, they're going to be putting down some pretty strict rules. Um, and these are rules that we're going to have to listen to. And we're going to have to be very careful. And you have to understand that just a simple visit to Santa, you know, you got to be careful. And so, so wear those masks now. is so important that if you don't wear them now, that um, it's definitely not going to be a good thing in the long run. You know, we've got to let this play its course. And, uh, and wearing the mask is certainly going to help do that.
0: Hmm. Now, I also wanted to ask you I see that you're on vacation right now From the look of your shirt and everything
1: Well, this is, this is my vacation shirt It was one of many that I wear You know, I don't always just wear the red and white suit No, mm-hmm. no, no I have quite the wardrobe, actually mm-hmm. So, yeah, I wear all kinds of different things But this is one of my favorite shirts I like to wear around, around when I'm on vacation Mm-hmm. What do you like to do when you're on vacation? Well, I like to sit back. I like to enjoy the sun. I like to swim, believe it or not. I love to swim. And, oh, yes. It, and that's why when I go to Palm B, uh, Springs, there, I go from uh, the place where I stay, it's air conditioning to keep me comfortable. But then I go, I tippy toe all the way <laughs> across the uh, concrete and I go into the pool. And then I have a, uh, a tube that I sit on. And it sits there all year round waiting for me pretty well. When I get there, it's all blown up and it's ready for me. And I can sit in that and I just float like this here on the pool. And, yes, I get sunburned. I have got sunburned. And was it, uh, I think it was three years ago, four years ago now. It was, it was really nice. And I was I was down in Palm Springs. And uh, um I was in the pool, and they were having a dance competition down there. And they had all these wee girls from all over the United States. And they came, and they saw me, and they says, oh, it's Santa. And I says, Shh. I says, this is our secret. You can't be telling everybody where Santa goes for his holiday. And I says, see up there? And I pointed up there, and there's some mountains that they could see that were within view. And I says, that's where my reindeer are right now they're up there and they're taking it easy relaxing and they're grazing and all that and I says I come down here now you guys you can't tell anybody where Santa is and I tell you it was quite nice because they <laughs> they come and they would play with Santa we would throw the ball around the pool and stuff we would play and one little girl right at the end and she run up to her house or up to her room and she says wait a minute Santa and she runs up and she comes back down And her mom says, she's been waiting for this all week, Santa. And she gave me a cookie, a chocolate chip cookie. Aww. Yeah. And I says, God bless your little heart, sweetheart. And she handed me this cookie. Well, it meant so much to me to sit there and eat that chocolate chip cookie. It was so nice. And then that same holiday... I was in a restaurant and we we're having Mexican food. I like Mexican food. And I was having some Mexican food. I only do it once a year when I'm down in Palm Springs. And I and I was having some Mexican food. And in walks this little wee, oh, I would say four or five-year-old girl. And she looks at her grandma and she pulls on her, on her grandma's sh- uh, sweater or shirt. But I can't remember what it was. The thing was shirt. And she pulls on it and she points at me and she points at me and... So I look at Mrs. Claus and, she, and I said, and I pointed at her and I smiled and I, and I went like this and I told her to come over. Well, she came over and I, I gave her the biggest hug. And then we went from there, and we went out onto the dance floor and there we had a one-on-one dance, just her and Santa. Mm-hmm. Nobody else was on the dance floor and we we spun and she did her little pirouettes and stuff. And she was Santi, 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 and she was so it was so cute, and we had that magical moment. And that's something that that little girl and I will share in our hearts forever. Ah. So even when I'm on holidays, I still have to be ready.
0: Mm-hmm. It's never Santa. Never takes a break, you know.
1: Well, not really. Everywhere I yeah. go, everybody recognizes me, and I grow up like this, and I give a wee wink in my eye, and they know that I love them.
0: Hmm. I'm going to ask you two more questions. This one I just came up with. What is your favorite Christmas movie and Christmas song? Like, what are your favorite like Christmas themes? Like, movie song. Uh, all well,
1: that? my favorite movie of all times is It's a Wonderful Life. Now. Every time Santa watches that movie, I get a wee tear in my eye when, when when he says, way to go, Clarence. And he gives a wink because, you know, he got his wings. And it just touches, touches my heart so much because it definitely tells you that when you really think you have nothing, you really have everything. And that's the most beautiful message that people can get is that. Another one I like is, is uh, Miracle on 34th Street, and I love that one. It carries a a, a a warm, warm, warm feeling in my heart every time I watch that one as well. Now, as for Christmas songs, well, I think every Christmas song touches my heart. I really don't have a favorite. You know, if it's got a nice Christmas, I like Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells is a really nice one, and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, we, talk, we like that one. Um, oh, but I say I, I truly love them all. I do, they all touch my heart in, in, in a different way. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: All righty, Senna. I know you're a busy man, so I'm gonna wrap it up with this question. I'm call this the ultimate buddy cast buddy question. Yes, what is your advice for? I'm gonna ask you this is a two part question. A for anyone who wants to be Santa's helper, like Senna at the mall, or you know, Santa, like if they want to play Santa for someone special. Yeah. So let's start with that.
1: Yeah. Um, truly being Santa comes from your heart. Once you put on the costume, once you put on the suit, you become Santa. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and and truly if you don't put on the suit and you and you don't um um, you don't have that heart in it; it'll show. And and always have that beautiful smile and that twinkle in your eye. You know, that's really important. Because when I smile, it, my eyes light up. And you want to make sure that your eyes light up for the children, right? Mm-hmm. And truly be yourself. Don't try to be somebody you're not, right? I mean, lots of times you'll have people that, that sit there and they'll say, well, Santa, you got to sound this way. Santa, you got to sound that way. Wrong. Be yourself. If you put on the suit and you speak from the heart and you're from the heart, everything will be beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, my final question to you. As I said, it was a two-part question. What's your advice for those who still believe?
1: Never stop believing. You know, the the thing I can honestly say to all you adults out there, and every adult out there is guilty of doing this, is you lock away your inner, you, you, you lock away the child in you. And you put this big bubble and big thing around them, and you say, okay, I'm not gonna let this child out. But the most important thing I could teach and tell anybody out there is never grow up. Let the child out to play every day.
0: You never, I think there's a saying out there, I think it's a clown saying, you don't grow old or you don't uh, stop playing because you grow old. You grow old because you stop playing.
1: Exactly. That is exactly it. You couldn't word that better. I was going to quote that old clown saying. Mm-hmm. But but you know what? You just got to let that little child in you out to play every day. Mm-hmm. You know, if you let the child in you go out to play every day, the stress will just go away.
0: And that's something we need during this time, you know?
1: Oh, isn't it, though? Isn't it? Yeah. Just, just, You know what? Just going out there and playing. Play a practical joke on your friend. Play a practical joke on your mom or your dad. You know, Um, tell a joke. Make somebody smile. Make somebody laugh every day. Mm -hmm. Say something funny. Make somebody laugh every day. You go, hey, I feel good because I shared it. Mm -hmm. and that's the important thing i do that and i live by that every every day if you ask my family they would tell you they go oh no he doesn't turn off (laughs) and i never will Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that's that's my that's my advice to everybody
0: that was beautiful santa Alrighty. Like I said, I know you're a very busy man, so I'll let you get back to your vacation and your you know, your time your work. But thank you so much for making a special visit to Buddy Cast.
1: Well, you know what, Nick? Anytime if you want me to come back and visit another day, I'd love to. Oh well we'd be honored
0: to have you, Santa.
1: You know, call me at Christmas time. Maybe I might find a squeeze some time in for you Ooh. at Christmas time if you're good.
0: Oh, I will do
1: my best, Santa. All right. Well, we'll bless you and your and all your listeners. All And you have a great day.
0: You too, Santa. Thank you for being a buddy here on BuddyCast.
1: You bet. Bye bye now.
0: Yep. And like we say to everyone who's on BuddyCast, go be someone's buddy today. You bet. All righty. You take care, Santa. Bye bye. We'll catch you all next time on BuddyCast.